Last week, we spoke about the um, Pasuk by Yishlach Yaakov Malachim, that Yaakov sent um, messengers or angels to his brother Esav. And we explained how that really pertains to the shlichus, to the mission of every neshama, of every soul, as it comes down from heaven to do and accomplish the missions that Hashem gives us in this world down here. And some lessons from there. Um, today, I want to talk in this week's Parsha, the new Parsha, Parsha's Vayeshev, and see a couple of very powerful points about our mission, the mission of our neshama here in this world. So in the beginning of this week's Parsha, we have Yosef, um, who is, of course, uh, the 11th of the 12 tribes, and he has two dreams, and he tells them over to his brothers. And those dreams seem to bring out his superiority over his brothers, which awakens um, a hatred of his brothers towards him, which ultimately leads into him being sold down to Mitzrayim, and as the story of the Chumash goes on. I want to focus on the first dream. And he says, he says that I dreamt that we were all, it was me and my 11 brothers, we were all in the fields, and we were um, gathering bundles of wheat. We are gathering and tying together bundles of wheat, and each one of us gathered our own bundle, and then all the bundles together bowed to my bundle of wheat. That was the dream. Again, all of the tribes were gathering bundles of wheat and tying the bundles of wheat together. And then all of the bundles bowed to Yosef's bundle. And, of course, the, the ultimate fruition of this dream is many, many years later, after he's going to be the viceroy in Mitzrayim, and the brothers are all going to come, and they're going to bow to him. And that, that was the fulfillment or fruition of this dream of the brothers bowing to Yosef. But we know that every detail in Torah is exact and accurate and has so much meaning, messages and lessons. Um, so, and of course, if Yosef had to dream that the brothers were bowing to him, there's unlimited ways of how they could bow to him, starting from just literally that he dreams that they're all bowing to him. But instead, we have this whole story of we're out in the field and they were gathering bundles of wheat and we're tying the bundles of wheat and the bundles of wheat are bowing why this extensive dream and what is it referring to? What deeper messages are there to this dream? So, in a beautiful talk, the Rebbe explained it in the following way and says that the story of gathering the bundles of wheat is really the story of what our neshama is doing in this world. And it's talking about our avoda, our service and our fulfillment of our mission in this world. And really, it, there's five steps and five points or five lessons that there is in the story of bundles of wheat pertaining to our mission in this world. So here we go. Number one, the first thing is that they're gathering. They're gathering together and making a bundle. Whenever you're gathering and making a bundle, what that means is you have many different parts, in this case, many different stalks, and you're bringing all of the many different uh, together and making one bundle out of them. And that's the first part or the first lesson for our Aveda in this world. Um, we know that ultimately the truth of this world is the oneness of Hashem. There's one Hashem who creates everything and everything is merely an expression of Him. However, even though there is only one Hashem, as we say, Hashem Echad, nevertheless, the way things seem in this world is the ultimate of plurality. Um, one doesn't see the oneness of Hashem. There seems to be so many different types of things and different types of people and different types of creations. So when we look at this world, we see a world of many of multitudes, of plurality. And our avayda is to reveal how all of that is connected to the oneness of Hashem. 
true, there's so many different types of people, and true, there's so many different types of things, and creations, and beings, and creatures, but all of them are merely an expression of a oneness that pervades, that a oneness from where they all come, and a oneness to which they all serve, and a oneness to which they're all connected. So therefore, our first avoid in this world is revealing oneness in plurality. And that's the idea of gathering the, the stalks of wheat. There's so many different stalks of wheat, and we gather them together and make one bundle from them. Point two is that they were doing this out in the fields. And what that means in our own Avodah is one can um, find the oneness of Hashem in their own personal life, in their own home, in their own terremises that they do. Going out to the field represents not only revealing the oneness of Hashem in our own home and in our own selves and in our own families, but to be willing and able to go out and reveal that in the world around us as well, in people that are, so to speak, out in the fields, in situations and circumstances that are not part of our own home and our own personal experience, to be able to go out and reveal that oneness outside in the field as well. So that would be number two. Number three is they didn't just gather the bundles, they tied them, they tied knots around the bundles. And that is that when we are revealing that oneness of Hashem in the people and the world around us, so one can do it in a way that, you know, you talk about it and you inspire people. To tie something is to bind it to something, to make sure that it's something that's lasting. Um, when, we, when we affect another person or when we affect a situation and bring it closer to Hashem and reveal the godliness within it, it's not enough just to affect it in this general type of way that's a momentary type of thing, but to make sure that we're tying it as a knot, as we're, we're connecting a person in a way that he's strong, he or she becomes strong, strongly connected and bound in their connection to Hashem so that they're not easily waver, they don't waver from that connection at all. So that's number three. Number four is to see that everything is like um, tivua, that which grows, like those wheat which grows. When we're, when we're affecting and inspiring someone or something else, it should be in a way that that thing itself will grow to become more, to inspire even others. One really only knows that they affected someone or something properly if that in turn turns around and continues to affect others, grows. And that's the idea why the, why the, um, what, what's used here is something that grows um, like, like, um, like the wheat which grows because our effect on this world has to be in a way that the world and the people that we affect, they in turn grow and they become affectors of others as well. And finally, um, after all the wheats, after all the bundles were uh, were tied up, all the bundles turned around and they bowed to Yosef's bundle. And what does that mean? Is the concept of a tzaddik. Yosef, although all the tribes were great people, nevertheless the greatest tzaddik amongst them was Yosef. And uh, uh, Yid has to know that it's not enough that I do my avoid and I do the right thing, but it has to be in a way that it is focused on and it is facing and it is following the directives of the tzaddik, the tzaddik who teaches and the tzaddik who inspires and the tzaddik who connects and the tzaddik who Hashem sends into this world in order to inspire and direct us all so that yes, we're all doing our job of bundles but all surrounding and all bowing, so to speak, to the tzaddik's bundle, the one who directs, inspires and guides and connects all of our avodah to Hashem by following their directives and teachings. So these are five messages about our shlichus in this world. Again, very quickly, number one, that were involved in gathering the, the plurality, the multitudes, to the oneness of Hashem. We go out to the fields to do it. We tie them tight 
and we make them grow, and it's all with the direction of the tzaddik who shows us, teaches us how to do so. Have a wonderful Shabbos.